back everybody i'm so happy you're here once again and i have some news i've got a lot of feedback from you guys which was very very positive and a lot of you said that you learned a lot and besides that a lot of you gave me some constructive criticism which i'm very very happy about because it gives me a base to work on myself and to work on this podcast so if you have anything else to say best contact me on my instagram at i am my best friend dot podcast and there you can dm me and you can talk to me and i have a lot of questions and polls there so we can interact with each other and i'll always sum up my podcast in a little post so yeah just come and join the little community that's building and yeah thank you for tuning in once again Today I want to talk about the radical act of self-care and I'm sure a lot of you are confused because how is self-care radical? Well, its history is very very radical because it was popularized by the civil rights movement. So let's go back in time. When did self-care really become prevalent? Well, self-care has always been a big thing. It has always been the basis of survival really everyone had to take care of themselves in order to nurture themselves and their families in order to survive so this is nothing new this has been a thing since the stone age really yet in the 19th and 20th century there was a complete change in the idea of self-care and this is because there was an increasing awareness of diseases because of technological advancement in diagnostics developments of the healthcare professions and all these other things helped increase the awareness around diseases and how to prevent and how to treat diseases and with this increasing awareness there was a change from how diseases were treated before that there was quite a paternalistic view of diseases meaning that diseases were just treated and they were not prevented and now in the 19th and the 20th century people started to realize that in order to prevent diseases one had to engage in acts of self-care in acts of taking care of one's physical emotional and spiritual self and that was a very very big realization so the switch from the paternalistic prevention style of treating a disease was very very big in the 1950s self-care really started to bloom in a medical sense patients were taught how to prevent diseases through self-care in order to create physical independence meaning that they were independent from any potential diseases and the idea of self-care back then was to engage in frequent exercise in personal grooming in order to increase the sense of self-worth which in turn would prevent diseases and in reality this is kind of how we treat self-care today or this is really the essence of self-care today This provided a basis for the 1960s in which healthcare professionals such as trauma therapists, other psychotherapists, people who were very well aware of trauma, of anxiety, of stress, realized that people who were in very stressing careers or careers that led to trauma should engage in self-care in order to cope with those traumata. And these careers were, were, for example, firefighters or healthcare workers, really people who would experience very stressful situations on a daily basis. Now, at the same time as the increasing awareness of healthcare professionals in 1960, the women's and civil rights movement raised awareness about self-care as well. 
This is because women and people of color saw how oppressive the healthcare system really was, and they wanted a new healthcare system, which was a corrective of the white and patriarchal healthcare system. Yet, the healthcare system in the States did not cater to women's medical needs. And because of this, the women's liberation movement had to open up their own clinics for women's needs. And this is how gynecologists and, and female clinics became so prevalent and are such a necessity today and such an essential part of being a woman today. Fast forward to the 1970s, where self-care really became a radical act. And this is because the concept of self-care took off in North America, mainly because the Black Panther Party promoted it as essential for Black citizens. Now, who were the Black Panther Party? What did they do? So they were a huge part of the civil rights movement. They were created by two college students in Oakland, California. And really, they, they wanted to fight police brutality against black people. And besides that, they really established communities. They helped black people get into schools, get into education, get health care. They really gave black people the opportunity to engage in self-care, which they believe the system did not cater to. Because the system was, and really still is, a very white one that mainly caters to white men. And so black people, especially black women, were completely undermined by this whole system. And so the Black Panther Party really promoted self-care in order to, to stay resilient while being faced with all the systemic injustice. And so it's a very radical act to to think that, that people of color, especially black people, engage in self-care in order to really fight the system. And I think that's that's very important to know that self-care did become very popular because of the civil rights movement. And it became even more popular in the 1980s where a black lesbian activist, Audre Lorde, wrote about it in essays and talked about it as if it were very normal to her. And back then that was very radical because taking care of yourself was kind of undermined and it was kind of neglected. So when she wrote about it, Audre Lorde writing about this, it was very, very radical once again. So what happened to this activist was that she was diagnosed with cancer. And so she actively decided, I want to participate in self-care. I want to take care of myself so that hopefully I have some more years to live. And so in 1988, in her book, A Burst of Light, she said, Caring for myself is not self-indulgence. It is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. So here, once again, we understand why it was so radical. It was an act of fighting the system and really listening to her body bodily needs. And I think that's so, so amazing to know that self-care was popularized by such a radical movement. And I think it's important that we all appreciate the history of self-care and that we all kind of celebrate it. Each time we engage in self-care, we know that this was something that arose from a suppressed community. And in preparation for this podcast, I read a lot of articles. And the the main idea was that self-care was radical because in in a society that told POC people they 
didn't matter. In such a society, the act of self-care was very, very radical because it contradicted exactly that and confirmed that POC people did and do in fact matter. And that's why it is so radical. And I found that a very beautiful thing to, to think about. Now, from the 90s until now, self-care started to become a very capitalistic idea. And especially as of 2016, it was mainly driven by the beauty industry. And it is still like that. Self-care is really sold as a luxury. And as I've said in, in several other episodes, self-care is seen as this thing that you do once every three months for example you take a spa day or you get a massage once every three months and that's it however we have learned that self-care has to happen on a frequent basis in order to really lead to sustainable effects and that's the issue with how self-care is sold today it's it's very capitalistic and it's very much based on consumerism and knowing that the history of self-care was very much radical i think we should hop onto this idea and more than ever we should engage in self-care as a radical act um, there is so much social injustice that we are aware of on a daily basis because of the media and everything that we must find some peace and i think self-care really is a way to find peace and to to listen to what our body needs and and we can make self-care a radical act once again of course this is not comparable to the civil rights movement but it is radical in the sense that we that we stop living in such a fast-paced world and really listen to what we need and what our body needs so today's episode was very much based on facts as i said i read a lot of articles which you'll find in the in the link in the description below um let me know if this is something you want to listen to more in the future or if you want me to go back to podcasts where i state my own opinions just let me know what you prefer or if you want a mix of both um as always leave some feedback be respectful and know that you are loved thank you so much for listening have a great day